Things got a whole lot more interesting when uh, Mr. Fury walked in the door because a big story just breaking on the Toronto Sun. This comes from writer Brian Passafume. It's called the Terrorist Activity Sanctions Act. This is a private member's bill that will be tabled on Tuesday at Queen's Park. It targets terror groups or ISIS fighters. It is to ensure that they're not entitled to benefits enjoyed by law-abiding Ontarians. In other words, if these people are going to be let back in by the Trudeau government, if they come to Ontario, they wouldn't be able to get access to health care, driver's license, provincial services. And this is a private member's bill being put uh, forward by Peterborough Kawartha MPP Dave Smith. So, Anthony, break it down as to what you guys have learned about this. This is just an amazing story, Alex, that Dave Smith... A government MPP, a a PC MPP, he's putting forward this Terrorist Activity Sanctions Act. And what it basically does is the provinces say, all right, federal government, you're going to let these ISIS guys come back, but we're going to have nothing to do with it. Absolutely. Every way these people could access government, we're going to make it illegal for them. They are getting no provincial dollars, no provincial services. We are doing as much to make them stateless as we possibly can, make sure they are not welcome in Ontario not getting a cent of Ontario tax money. And this is really throwing down the gauntlet for Justin Trudeau because we've watched, Alex, the past year, year and a half Mm -hmm. uh, with Justin Trudeau and also the Conservatives federally uh, and the NDP, of course, saying, well, we're not exactly sure what to do and, you know, we we don't know and, well, we can prosecute them and so forth. And there's been a lack of really aggressive ideas out there. France's aggressive ideas is to, to kill them on the battlefield before they return to their country. Dave Smith says in a statement, since the federal government doesn't seem to take this seriously, I felt obligated to take action and send a message that there are consequences for leaving Ontario to commit indefensible crimes. Now, this is a private member's bill, Alex, but it is my suspicion that it will prove very popular and and you could see the Ford government adopting it as an official government piece of legislation. Well, and and it's because... The inaction on this file by the government, because you simply can't get answers. What are we doing with these ISIS fighters? Ever since Stuart Bell of Global broke the story that ISIS fighters were coming, if he hadn't broken that story, we would still be in the dark and these people would still be allowed. They'd be just coming in quietly to places like Toronto. And so what this does then, uh, this puts, I think, the feds in a very tricky position because under this, they wouldn't be able to get like no education, no housing supports, none of that gone. Absolutely. And this is what irks so many people, not only that they're coming back, but they're coming back and then they're they're getting all this stuff. They're practically laughing at us, which is what that fellow in that New York Times podcast did, who was who was out and about here in the Toronto area. Look, this is Doug Ford really laying down the gauntlet. And we were saying earlier during Counterpoint with, with Bob Richardson, that Doug Ford is is leading on all of the major files right now not just in Ontario, but federally. It's kind of amazing. Carbon tax, the border crossings, now the ISIS fighter issue. Like I said, this isn't Doug Ford, this is Dave Smith, but uh, he's a government MPP, and you know, you, you might think he's already got the support of the government. I've seen, after I just tweeted this, the, when it broke, Monty McNaughton, who is a cabinet minister, uh, retweeted me and said, I have 100% support for this. So you've already got cabinet ministers coming out and saying they stand behind this. I, I don't know how you lose on this. How do you lose on this? You People pull at 101% well, support. You well, don't lose on this. So yeah. what does the what do the feds say on this? Oh, you're being mean? I mean, honestly, they, they've now wedged the liberals into such a tricky spot because what can the liberals say? In, in, in actual fact, uh, the Ford government, if this private member's bill is adopted... They have actually solved a very big problem for Mr. Trudeau because they've basically done the hard work that he should have done very simply. 
And then there's going to be further pressure on Justin Trudeau saying, look, if Doug Ford or or Dave Smith were able to come up with some really proactive reasons and some specific ways uh, to to stop these guys from making a mockery of your system, you should be able to do it as well. Because right now all we have is Ralph Goodell shrugging, going, well, we don't know if we have the evidence to prosecute these guys because, you know, there's not many filing cabinets in Syria to say what they're doing. So, you know, I, I don't know. And you're like, heavens, that's it. They're shrugging it off. They don't know. And then the Stuart Bell story says that uh, consular affairs officials are helping these people come back and they have their sob stories that they're remorseful or what have you. There have got to be more creative ways on the federal level to really put these guys through the ringer. Right. And so, like we've seen with cap and trade then, the other challenge for the Trudeau government is if, in fact, this is adopted, then, you know, the the ideal place for these people to go would be Quebec. I don't think Quebec's going to want them. So then they follow suit and say, you know what, we're also doing the same. And then you see Saskatchewan and Alberta follow. So if the provinces then start doing this, the federal government... Well, A, move out of the way, but they've made, they've done the dirty work that the federal government refuses to do on this. I will tell you this, Alex. The next first minister's meeting, which is where the prime minister and all the premiers meet, Doug Ford will be in charge of that meeting. And he will be in charge of all of those files. And Justin Trudeau will be playing second fiddle. Well, because I think what's becoming clear is that they've they've realized that in groups, they're more powerful. And that includes even if you're on the left, you know, New Brunswick has joined in the fight. Everyone, all the provinces are standing up and realizing, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. So you might see a lot more of these kinds of things happening where the provinces can say, you know what, we're going to push this issue because we want it solved. In fact, you could do something like this with the refugee crisis. I don't know if you could get away with that, but what if you then say, okay, we will deny services to those who are coming in illegally? A political historian was pointing out to me that throughout the Jean Chrétien and the Paul Martin and the Stephen Harper years, you did not see many problems with uh, provincial federal relations. You are seeing a lot of problems right now between provincial and federal relations. And so what do you think this is? I mean, this is going to become a big debate, but I'll, I'll be I don't know the debate. What do you why would people be angry about this? Because it's inhumane somehow not to give uh, some returning ISIS fighter named Jihadi Jack from Britain, uh, you know, his own medical service. I, I really don't know how anybody could oppose this. And there are European countries. So heavens, Francois Hollande, the socialist. That's not me tarring him. That was the name of his party. This guy was bombing the bejesus out of ISIS, and they were killing their own citizens who had gone over to fight for ISIS. They didn't want them back. So what Doug Ford is doing, is, well, it's not Doug Ford, what the Dave Smith Private Members Bill does is, is, is the lightest possible thing ever. What the federal government was doing was just non-action. I mean, we can get even tougher on this if we want to look at best practices of what, <laughs> what, what Europe is doing. So you were right. I, I can't imagine what the argument against any of this would well, what, be. Well, what would the left say? It's not fair? I mean, okay, so then it, the question becomes, okay, do you want them living beside you, your children? I mean, this there's no transparency. St- uh, Stuart Bell exposed that there are as many as 12 fighters that want to come home with their wives, with their children. So there's at least 12 of them that want to come back. There's at least 200 over there that could be coming back or could be back already. Um, and so, again... But then how would the how would the province then know when they return? Are they told by the federal government when an ISIS fighter returns? Because I'm not sure that they'd be notified. Uh, no, and there's nothing to stop you from, from arriving at, say, a Montreal airport and mm-hmm. then just making your way into Ontario. So uh, the cha- the logistical challenges of this yeah. 
are the question here. Yeah. You know, there's obviously a lot of showmanship going on in this private member's bill to sure. really send a signal there and so forth. You know, how you're actually going to enforce all of this and all those different uh, provisions. But this is this is really getting the, the authority mm-hmm. to say, yes, we actually can do things in our public policy uh, to make this happen. But, but you can certainly, like how we have sex offender registries and so forth, when these guys come back, yeah. CSIS and the RCMP know they're coming back. The, these 12 in particular will be bringing back the 60 uh, returns and I, I have documents that I've written reports on that tell us there are more than 60 returnees in Canada. But this, the official 60, we know who they are and we know where most of them are right now. So we can issue orders whereby they are notified. The provincial government is notified who these people are, their identifications, and they can be put in a list in the system where they are denied services. So it, it will be challenging, but it is absolutely possible. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll stay tuned to this because as uh, Mr. Smith writes, his hope is that the bill will pressure and, and bring um, others on board beyond Ontario. Well, fantastic scoop. No question, it will be a debatable. Uh, and we'll keep following it. Thanks, Anthony. Appreciate you staying. My pleasure. Anthony Fury here. If you haven't heard the Toronto Sun uh, just breaking a pretty big story that is going to make uh, life very uncomfortable, I think, for the federal Liberals. But I don't care if they're uncomfortable. If this stops ISIS fighters from returning and getting free stuff and going on and living their lives, I'm all for it. And I think most Ontarians, I think most Canadians will absolutely welcome this kind of thing. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.